Welcome to this episode of the Coffee Break Podcast. I'm Andy Hirschfeld in New York. The entertainment industry is at a standstill because of COVID-19, but that didn't stop electronic musician Amtrak, with a C, from releasing a new album entitled Odyssey. It's been nearly a decade in the making. He joins the show to tell us more. The Coffee Break starts right now. Hi, Caleb. Thanks for uh, sitting down with us. Uh, so you just released some new music at a, a very interesting time, you know, with everything kind of going on in the world right now uh, in terms of, you know, the coronavirus. Uh, can you tell me about, like, why you decided to do that now? Uh, well, honestly, it was already planned beforehand to be released on this date, and obviously no one was anticipating this happening. And then uh, we had already released quite a few singles off the album before the initial release date and uh, just felt wrong to uh, extend it or perhaps like delay it to another date. Uh, just felt right to put it out because uh, I think people would want to hear music now more than ever, actually. So, so tell, me about, tell me about the album. Uh, yeah, it's uh, just like really long time coming i've been working on it for probably close to eight nine years since my last album but not completely the entire time i've definitely been working on other things put out eps different projects but it's definitely accumulation of work from uh the past 10 years i guess but wow so so definitely a long time coming on on this uh specific album so so tell me kind of a little bit about what it is, uh, the, the impact that you're seeing um, about, you know, releasing your album now, as you said, that people are, are looking towards, you know, they, they want to get some more music. Everybody's kind of stuck at home right now. Are you getting any feedback on that? Like the impact that it's having on people? Uh, I mean, the response we've had thus far has been great. We've had tons of support on radio and DJs, which everything is just like online based. But yeah, it's a overwhelming, great response on the album thus far. So I'm just keeping at it, trying to uh, keep the content coming and stay uh, in front of people's eyes, I guess, on digital media or social media, because it's like all we have. Tell me about that. How has this kind of changed your performance, the experience, and how how are, how are you adapting? Uh, well, on the release day, we had a release party planned. We, we had a few planned, all three or four in the United States, and then we had to cancel all that. So now it's moved to like online where we did, I did a live performance and streamed that, which was interesting and uh i it was pretty rewarding to talk to people in the chat and uh just kind of have the freedom to be at your house to perform but uh i, I plan on doing more of those and potentially maybe a dj set or two but yeah it's it's very saturated at the moment so it's another thing that's kind of uh 
uh, battle, I guess, getting people to tune into you thus instead of somebody else. I feel like it's just a, uh, very saturated. How are, how are you trying to do that to get people to, you know, watch, uh, or listen to your, uh, particular set? Uh, well, I haven't, I only did the one and we just promoted it as like the album release party. So kind of that created a little bit of buzz, but I haven't done it since then. So I'm not exactly sure how we're going to approach it, but maybe, uh, yeah, just, I'm not sure we've, we've been brainstorming some ideas. So what, what are some of those ideas? Uh, maybe aligning with a charity and, uh, taking donations that we all that we donate to uh, maybe health workers or uh, restaurants that are struggling uh, things any way we could help with our platform but yeah and are you seeing um i, I i'm guessing there is kind of a, a learning curve adapting uh you know to having your like entire uh performance not not going on tour or anything and just kind of figuring out how to market this uh can you tell me a little bit about that learning curve um yeah i guess mainly as a artist nowadays you're living most of your life online anyway unless you are on the road so it's not too much different it's just the lack of shows so yeah the live streaming is like our only platform as of now or doing some kind of special event where well yeah you're still just live streaming it because people can't gather really so and kid tell me about that event tell me about those events um i mean i haven't done any yet so i'm not sure how to like collaborate on that but from what i've seen like people just throwing digital music festivals where there's lineups of people that come in and uh yeah, they wipe everything down. It's very like uh, quarantine-esque, but uh, yeah, it works. People tune in and yeah, I have yet to do one of those yet, but I, I could see myself doing one in the future if this keeps up for a long time. Tell me about like once this is, once this kind of the quarantine is, is all over, uh, what's a, uh, where where are you taking this what's your what are your expectations uh well i would love to go on tour and maybe even for my next album coming up because i just don't know how long this will last but there's a scarce uh, there's a like scary fact of it just being insanely oversaturated as well like everyone is going to want to go on tour at the same time so that being said it might be not smart to go on tour at first because like oh people will be going to see the like people uh, yeah it's just it's going to be crazy saturated i feel like so it's going to be maybe a little difficult to plan a tour for at least right when they open the gates back up so, so you just mentioned there there's another album in the works uh yeah i'm working on that's pretty much what i've been doing the whole this whole quarantine is just writing music so yeah uh work working on my second album or my third album but follow up to the odyssey right now yeah well and how's that how's that going uh it's going great it's uh, very productive so that because i have just more time than i know what to do with myself uh, 
and yeah, I work from home. Uh, have like a loft apartment with my girlfriend and now. She just got a new job, so now I have my time to myself. And uh, yeah, it's very productive. It's fine. It's going good. It's going good. That's awesome. Uh, so, how? Tell me about the, the the process to put this one together. Is it and anything like inspired by the current moment? Uh, I would say it's a little darker in the tone of the record, but I don't know if that per se reflects on what's going on. It's just kind of the sound that I'm going for right now, but uh, everything influences everything, whether you like it or not. So now, possibly that's where it's coming from. I don't know. Now, can you, can you dive a little bit more? What do you mean by it's a, you know, it's kind of a darker just uh, kind of the melodies and the arrangement and how it sounds based uh, maybe uh, um, comparing it to Odyssey or maybe some of my earlier work. It definitely, you can tell I produced it, but there's some uh, just like, yeah, just different chord progressions, things that bring out like a darker emotion or a more... Uh, uh, maybe even like movie score esque emotional kind of uh, overall vibe, I guess, for what I'm writing now. Yeah, uh, is is there a reason for that? Uh, I don't know, not particularly. Probably just things I've been watching, movies I've been watching, and uh, uh, this just the sound I want to go for right now. I kind of want to change it. And not be stuck in one lane. I always like to experiment with different sounds and things. What movies have you been watching? Um, I watched, recently I watched a lot of John Carpenter films, which I watch all the time, really, even if I'm not really paying attention just to have on in the background. But uh, Prince of Darkness. Um, what is, let's see what else have I been watching. <laughs> In the Mouth of the Madness, uh, Escape from New York, which I just read recently did a, a rendition of the main theme song of that. Um, the Thing, I, I love all of his like early work. So yeah, uh, I've been watching a lot of that. In what way have those like movies inspired the, the sound? Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's a big thing that he produces or directs and scores his own film. I feel like he can really capture things with uh, putting sound to picture. And uh, a lot of the times when I'm producing, I'll have movies in the background on mute that kind of help me just kind of go somewhere, influence a sound. So yeah, I think it's, that's it. Were you what? That's what. Were you watching anything like specific with this, this most recent album uh, that you just came out with? Mm, I'm sure over the years I've done a lot of stuff, a lot of Kubrick. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was, it, it's hard to map exactly because it just took so long to make. Now, why, why did this take you such, such a long time to make? Were you? Um, um, I guess the album came 
together and fell apart probably like three or four different times and trashed everything, wrote it again, just because it just didn't feel right. wasn't the correct like representation of what I wanted to put out there. And then finally, yeah, we, I signed a deal with um, RCA records and they got behind this album, which gave me more confidence in it just because somebody believed in it a little bit more to help it uh, see see the light i guess okay well thanks so much for joining appreciate it no problem thanks for having me and thank you to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the coffee break podcast be sure to follow us on twitter our new twitter it's believe coffee pod that's b-l-e-a-v coffee pod and you can follow me personally Andy reports on Twitter and Instagram. Always personally appreciate a follow. Uh, Be sure to tune in next week. We've got a very exciting uh, episode for the Coffee Break Podcast. I'm Eddie Hirschfeld in New York. We'll see you next time.